Media.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dynam 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, my co-host, my audio man, the man, the myth, the legend, not Jazzy Fiddle! so excited to be ghostly in the chair <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome deadite hey i'm, I'm liking this role i know that you're taking on extra responsibilities to be able to try this without jazzy fiddle because we know he is the weak link i plan on being extra irresponsible with these extra responsibilities which is very jazzy fiddle like so you're already fitting in ah uh. <laughs> 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 and for all of those people enjoying us on twitch.tv slash Media, please thank Testonomics, our video producer. I'm also here. <laughs> Good job. You're filling in for Jazzy Fiddle, too, which is that lackluster introduction. Grimlock! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was better. That was better. I, I appreciate that. I like, actually now regret not going into full Ultimate Warrior. Let's restart the show. <laughs> I want to do full Warrior. <laughs> I take the rocket fuel, Hulk Hogan! <laughs> My Warriors! That's I, all I got. I'd be show more done. impressed when you go that route, but you actually use like the GameZilla terminology oh, yeah. and oh, our names. It'll happen. And then blow your voice box out. The voice box, like your vocal cords. Yeah, yeah. But more specifically, the whole voice box. Yeah, the whole voice box. Blow it out. All right. Well, welcome to episode 225 of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by our lovely patrons. Our patrons. Now, this is your job now, so don't let me down, okay? Okay, let me let me stretch a little bit. This yep. one might hurt my brain, because reading don't tweak is your involved. back. Whatever you do, don't hurt your back, okay? <sighs> Say it with passion, Deadite. Okay. <clears throat> Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. As a patron, your contribution goes to the continued support and growth of GameZilla Media with five unique levels of access starting at just one doll hair per month. You can uh, you can obtain levels such as uh, influencer exclusivity, giving you exclusive content and interaction. Um, the more you spend, the more you donate to GameZilla, the more you get. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's use the example of uh, what you get when you're an influencer, which is at the ten dollar level. Here, GameZilla dot uh, uh, Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. I almost crashed and burned, but I did not because I went <laughs> off script slightly. He caught it. He caught it. You get the ability to vote in the topic of the week here on the GameZilla podcast. So you you get to go on Patreon. Uh, we put up a couple different subjects, and you get to vote on which one you want to hear us talk about more during the new segment. So um, that's if you're an influencer. So go ahead, please. Give us dollars. We need them badly. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Thank you. Your extra dollars that we recently have recovered uh, is why we have upgraded to Deadite and away from Jazzy Fiddle. 
Yeah, every every time I take on something new, it comes with a lofty pay pay raise. Um, so thank you for making that possible. Uh, you're keeping food in my mouth. But don't worry, we pay him in horrible, horrible shovelware GBA games. <laughs> yeah, that's how I have two copies of Tarzan. <laughs> hey, Tarzan's not bad. I played a little bit of it yesterday. Okay, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep on moving. Uh, so yeah, episode 225 on today's episode, we talk about, is Destiny 2 better than ever? <laughs> Sorry. Also, also, I have a question for you. Do you hate your wife? <laughs> Ooh, that's a, that's then, a loaded one. Then play Fortnite. <laughs> and then, of course, every week we have our Patreon news topic of the week. So stay tuned for all that and more on episode 225 of Games Little Podcast. It is time to get into some team talk. Ooh, don't mind if I do. Bring the track in. Ah, all right, team talk. I want to just want to take it back a second here. Let's, let's just. Ah, I'm going to get my lean on. Get my lean on. Jazzy Fiddle, why don't you let me know how your League of Legends... Oh, that's right. That's right. We're just going to skip right on over to Deadite. Gaming moment of the week. What you got for me? I got two for you. First, most importantly, what was lost now is found. I moved in April. I have honestly probably lost sleep eight or nine nights since I moved into my house just thinking about the fact that I do not know where my Game Boy and Game Boy Advance collection went. I, I had roughly 50 games. I love my Game Boy collection. These are all my games from my childhood. Could not find them. I went through every box in every room and could not find where my Game Boy games are. I was convinced that they got uh, donated in, in, uh, in a box of stuff when we moved or maybe they fell off the moving truck. I, I didn't know. I, I dreamed up a hundred scenarios, but I came to grips, I would say probably in early July. I'm uh, I'm never getting my Game Boy games back. We're talking about gyms like Johnny Mosley. Johnny Mosley down here skiing by 3D. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I do not own Rock'em Sock'em Robots. You do now. Yeah. Do I really? Are you giving me a copy? Yes. Yeah. Tarzan. Two copies of Tarzan. I have three. Just in case one wears out. I have three different, uh, uh, three different copies of different Power Ranger games for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> but you know, also good stuff like my old school Pokemon games were missing. Um, Castlevania Double Pack were miss was missing. A lot of really good games too. Um, and. I, I, I honestly kid you not. I lost sleep about it. I was depressed about it. I would go into video game stores, see Game Boy games, and go, what's the point? I'll never get my collection back. I'm not going to collect Game Boy games anymore. And while cleaning out some of the trash that the people that lived in our house before us left behind, my wife comes walking up the stairs, and she's like, do you love me? And I was like, of course. And then she hands me the box of my Game Boy game. She couldn't even tell me what box there, and she's like, oh, no, a box with other stuff. I was like, that doesn't help. I need to know, because I was going like a crazy person, tearing apart the house, trying to find What them. was your reaction when she handed you the box, though? Uh, I uh, took the box. I, f I froze for a moment. I was like, oh, I'm so happy. I looked at the box. I looked at her. I set the box politely on the counter, and then, like... Roman Reigns speared her right into our giant love sack and gave her a huge kiss. Nice. I okay. tackled her right into... She got a much better reaction than when we surprised you with the PS4. Yeah. And you just sat there like a... 
sociopath. Yeah, sociopath. <laughs> doesn't have feelings. Um, <laughs> I did assure her that she that if she found my Game Boy game, she would be treated right. So that was my that was my <laughs> treated right. Treated right. Yeah. Um, this that was so that was like a, a monumental thing I will always remember in my life is my Game Boy games coming back to me. I instantly went downstairs, popped in my first Game Boy game I ever had into my Retron Five, and beat Kirby's Dreamland. Something I have probably haven't done since like 1996. Nice. So so that was good. But my other gaming moment of the week, as um, as it's known, I love playing couch co-op. When when people invite me to their homes to play video games, I usually will say yes, assuming I don't think I'm going to be murdered at your house. So the glitch hit me up this past Saturday. He's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, church with my parents in the morning, watching Hell in a Cell at night. What's up? He's like, you want to come over and go through my old wrestling video games I have? And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I do. So. The Glitch and I played through some old uh, wrestling games, some good, some bad, but the highlight of it was we played through WrestleMania, the arcade game on the Sega Genesis. We played it co-op, and we ran all the way through where, as a team, you have to beat every single other character in the game with one life to become the tag team champions. And, and Glitch and I spent 45 minutes to an hour just running the gauntlet over and over and over again until we finally won. So that was... Uh, that was a super satisfying moment, and it was just fun uh, playing some wrestling games with the glitch. So thanks for the invite over, buddy. Nice. I think I, w- I bought that game for the Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. and I uh, got it home. I bought a bunch of games that day. Yeah. From a un- We're not going to name the store because I don't want to dog on them. But I come home, I put them all on the shelf, I check the discs, and that one was empty. So I got a case. Never got the game. That's really Never sad. Never went back. Russell Mini, the arcade game, is the one that's uh, it's produced. It's published by Acclaim. It's basically yep. Mortal Kombat, but in a wrestling ring. So yep. I'm into it. Yeah. Well, I have a case for Sega Saturn. If you ever find a disc. All right. Uh, Testonomics gaming moment of the week. So as I was going through my backlog of Switch games, I realized that I purchased the Splatoon two. Uh, Octo expansion DLC months ago, and I haven't as much as launched it. So, in preparation for some Splatoon 2 multiplayer gaming I did on Saturday night with Deadite, I made sure that I went and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's funny. I don't know what's funny. I stayed up very late. We got a lot of a lot of games in. It was a lot of fun. Um, so uh, I, I fired up this DLC, and it's hard as hell. Like it's not easy. There's 80 different levels. I think I got through like 12 or 13 of them over the course of two hours. Like it's very skill based. It's very timing based and I don't have great timing and I'm not super good at Splatoon, but um, put some time into that. I'm enjoying it because it's, it's a much bigger challenge than I probably would have expected, but um, that's about all the gaming I did that and that, you know, arena of valor. I got early access to again and that's super fun. I just, I want to have fun playing with my friends. So if it comes out tomorrow, out of nowhere, we'll just assume that Tencent was listening to this Please. and decided that they were going to put it out for everybody so we can, we can play it with, uh, with you know, the launch of Nintendo Online. <sighs> yep. All right. Well, uh, I, uh, I had some fun pl- setting up my new PlayStation, so I, 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 uh, I kept my box down here. Ah. Get my ah, box. This was my birthday gift from the community, my wife, some of the team. A lot of people chipped in to help uh, surprise me with this. So I once I got it all set up, I, of course, put the Spider-Man disc in my system to get all the updates done. Uh, there, it was the deluxe edition of the game, so I had some DLC to... Uh, 
to download, and then I played uh, Destiny 2 all weekend. Mm. You you did what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, Rick paid half for that DLC. If I'm out, Rick paid for half and told me I had to play with them. So he called it in. He was like, get online. You owe me. I was like, oh, okay. So I got to play my first rounds uh, of the new PvP mode, well, PvE slash PvP mode, Gambit. Mon ami. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mon cherry. And <laughs> after my first round, I was like, that was complete Like, everyone's like, wasn't it great? And I'm like, that was complete chaos. I don't know if I like this. But then second, third game, I was like, okay, now I'm starting to understand what I'm doing because, like, Rick's trying to tell me something, and then, like, other people are like, yeah, you just gotta, you know, uh, run over here. I'm like, well, that doesn't explain the mechanic, man. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to, and so once I finally understood what was going on, the game mode is actually a lot of fun. And the idea that you can cross, you can cross over, like, um, a single player on your team over to the other team's side and try to, like, disrupt them is, um, it's relatively enjoyable, and when they when that team crosses over onto your side, it's pretty scary because when you when you do that, you gain an overshield, so you have two shields plus your health bar. So a lot of times, people will like wait it out, and they'll come over with their super and then pop it, and you're like, oh, this is gonna take a lot. And what happens when they kill you is that the creature you're trying to defeat heals, so it slows you down. And and that's the whole idea of trying of like a tug of war game where you're trying to get this final beast to basically fall. It was a lot of fun. I played that um, most of the weekend. I finished the story. I uh, got to in game content, and you know for the most part, I I can sit here and say I had fun with Destiny. I'm literally falling asleep right now. Can we talk about any other game? I know. I know you don't. Don't, even, don't bring that evil yeah. on us when I'm talking about League. Yeah, I mean it's okay, Tess, that you lied to everybody and said you bought my PS4, but you didn't, and you have no connection to Destiny 2. So I, I don't. Own, I, don't I really own Destiny care. 2. I own Destiny 2 on PC. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I'll give you that. I bought it for four dollars. Yeah, it's a good price. I paid four dollars more pay. than it is right now. Um, but yeah, no. So and then besides that, for my uh, gaming moment of the week, I enjoyed watching C9. Crush TSM 3 0 sweep, and they will be the last team to go to world starting October 1st. So, we're not going to have our esports segment because Jazzy's not here, but I just had to make sure that I flashed my jersey. Jazzy's not here because he was afraid. He knew, he knew that he had to go hide. C9 going to world's gonna, and you know what? They're gonna make, they're gonna make some moves in the world. I can feel it. They are just. They went into this game and looked completely different than any North American team I've seen with their way that they picked their champs and they made their own style last weekend. And I hope they continue to do that in Worlds because that's the one thing North America can't do. They're not creative. We just copy everybody else. We need to stop doing that. So so <sighs> am I understanding this right that you've still played zero minutes of Spider-Man? Well, I mean, when you say zero minutes, Yes. Hmm. I know. I am. I am very. Uh, I thought Sunday for sure was going to be this. Like I'm going to play Spider Man all day Sunday, and then um, you know League hit, and then people wanted to play League. I didn't play any Destiny though on Sunday, so just so you know that. I, don't, I might have lied actually. Hold on. No, I don't think I did. But I did play Friday and Saturday, so I know I'm a bad person. But my but my Spider Man PS4 looks awesome, <laughs> and the game is still in it, so that's good, right? 
I just I just feel sad. And it's first in the queue. Like when you go down to my game folder, oh. it's number one. Oh. Yeah. Number one on the list of games you're never going to play. Nah, that's not true. That's not true. You know. The what about f- that other stack of games I gave you for your birthday? <laughs> that stack's garbage. <laughs> but you know, see, like the thing about Spider-Man is that you know the first time I play it will be the last time I play Destiny until Spider-Man is done. You know that's how I roll. Why do you think I'm trying to encourage you? I'm I trying know. to save you. You know that. Like the first time I pick it up, you guys, I'll be, I'll be like, I won't come to work. Like it'll just it, it'll go downhill. I'm a little str- I'm a little worried about it. There's there's clearly a villain and two heroes in this story. Uh, Spider Man, a hero. Mm-hmm. Rick, clearly the villain for coercing <laughs> you into this. Yeah, coercing yeah. you into this, and then me, another hero, trying to push you back towards the light of playing something. That's fair. Uh, that's not destructive to your brain. All right. Well, that's what we're playing. We want to know what you're playing, and you can chime in and share that in our Discord. So, join the Discord. Go to gameslimited.com. Scroll down on that homepage. Click the button. Talk with gamers from around the world every day for free. <sighs> what uh, we got we got another uh, plug that I think Test wants to do, right? For those of you in the Metro Detroit and surrounding areas, if you aren't an idiot, boom, boom. on Saturday, September 29th, you will be at the Morelli Video Gaming Tournament benefit benefiting ALS of Michigan. Coin, coin, coin. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> That's a good, I was just trying to help job. out the video producer because their video producer's got no hype here. Or the audio producer's got no hype here. I'm I mean, you're going to have to bring a little more passion to this uh, promotional plug if you want sounds with it. Anybody who's anybody <laughs> from the GameZilla team and the GameZilla community will be at this tournament playing not only for a first, second, Get third, on! and fourth place prize, but for the prestige of taking home one of the three glorious trophies. And by taking home, I mean taking a picture with them and seeing them again next year. Pictures are worth 1,000 words! 1,000 words! And the, sit in the first place Prize is worth seven hundred and fifty dimes. Lots and lots of dimes. Amazon dimes. That's right. Amazonian dimes. So if you're in the Metro Detroit area, take a look at Gamesilla Media on Facebook or join our Discord group. You can get all the informations about this tournament Saturday, September 29th. All benefits go or all proceeds benefiting ALS of Michigan. And if you can't make it but you want to support the Morelli Video Gaming Tournament and their contributions to ALS of Michigan, consider there is a link that you can go to and uh, and donate without actually having to attend. So come and play with us. If not, donate. If not, well, man, it's I got you. nothing to say to yeah. you. We ain't friends anymore. <laughs> Written off. Fellas, some congratulations are in order. We have to take this time to congratulate... The successful launch of the newest podcast as part of the GameZilla Media family. Congratulations to Bob and Bax with the launch of the Movie Blast podcast, a.k.a. Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. They, their debut episode was posted at GameZillaMedia.com on Friday. It was 2001, A Space Odyssey, Bob and Bax. They, they give you some rundown, some history about the movie, a synopsis of the movie. They talk about reviews, what they liked, what they didn't like about the movie. It's a historical movie. It's a great one. And um, I 
know, if you didn't listen to Movie Blast and Bombax, about 30 minutes long, it's uh, a nice, quick, it's what it is. It's a movie blast. They get you right through it, and, uh, you know, you move on with your day, inspired to go home and watch that film. Uh, they have a new episode coming up on Friday. I'm not going to tell you what that is. You got to keep your eyes on GameZilla Media social media to find out what this Friday's episode is going to be. But they are officially on iTunes, on Stitcher, and probably some other places. Google. You know, got, Google. But that's it. It's, go ahead, search and subscribe the Movie Blast podcast, uh, aka Movie Blast with Bob Max, and enjoy that show. It's now available iTunes and uh, all the great places you get uh, most of our podcasts here at Gamezilla Media. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know, Bax, I don't know if we did, if you said this or not, but Bax it, from the community is Sci-Fi AJ and Bob. Is Ecto. Yeah, so Ecto Cooler. A lot of you've interacted with these people and now they're making uh, a new custom a new show. An all new show that is very enjoyable. So congrats. Alright. Um I think now we can actually move into some news. Don't mind if I do. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. Alexander, what about this monster story of yours? Downloading. Yeah! We got some news. It's going to be a shorter day because Jazzy's not here, so we decided to, you know, just wing it. Why not, right? Just kind of... Like just a, wing it! Like a couple birds that you can't cage. So uh, a lot of people, a lot of people have been uh, talking to me about Destiny Two, and they know that I have the DLC, but only because Five Mile Rick was like threw some money down on the table and said buy it. I, can I point something out here? Yes. He tried to do it to me, and I said no. Good. I said good no, job. thank you, because I knew I didn't want to get sucked back into Destiny. Appreciate the offer, good friend. It's a good friend move, but I did it's the not really a good friend move. It's yeah. a I'm the only one. I'm I, well. I'm not the only one. There's a few of us playing Destiny. And everybody else is left. How can I bring people back? So it really was for his own personal gain. Can I also, what it was. Can I add something in here? And also because he's a good dude. When we say that he threw some cash down for you to buy it, he literally took cash out of his wallet and threw it on the table. <laughs> he did, like yeah. it's not like I cash app you. It's like no, no. he threw cash down. It was yeah. it was a quick draw too. It was yeah. So um, and I actually at first rejected as well, and then he insisted, and I was like, okay, fine. You can't you can't resist the big dog. It's yeah, the big yeah. dog effect. Mm. So um, I've given it a couple weeks. I have completed the story. I have played the new modes, and I just want to. Um, you know, I wanted to give some feedback on it because people have been asking me, and I've been and I've been dodging it. I said I haven't played enough, I haven't put enough time into it. I do not want to give it un- like a lot of times. Testnomics can can, can uh, agree with me here. I jumped the gun and I have an opinion. And you you I think you also have uh, dubbed I, it the I, two week um, the honeymoon phase. The honeymoon phase. Yeah, you, you yeah. get so excited about things that you come out hot out the gate like it's amazing. This is changing video gaming forever. Yeah, yeah. My whole life is ruined. Yeah. And then like fourteen <laughs> days later, you're like, forget this game. I'm never playing this again. Screw this developer. Like right. it, it's an abrupt turn every time. Yeah, every time. So, so I like that. I like that you let this marinate a little. I bit. did. You let it soak into your pores. I did. And though it got in the way of other gaming that I wanted to do... Um, I guess you didn't want to do it that bad. I'm glad I did this because <laughs> I got to play some video games with people. Like I haven't played games with Rick in a long time. I haven't played games with Sci-Fi AJ in a long time. And so it got me back to playing with some people that... Minus BMC that I really enjoy playing video games with. Toasty! <clears throat> but... Um, 
I wanted to give the feedback, and here it is. A lot of people are saying Destiny 2 Forsaken is the best that Destiny 2 has ever been. <laughs> That's a really low bar. <laughs> right. And so, and then there are people out there that say it's the best that the franchise has ever been. That's a higher bar. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at it that way. Destiny overall. Destiny 1 Destiny 2 combined overall. This is the second highest Destiny 2 has ever been. Destiny I, 2 has ever been? Sorry. Des, well, yeah. Yeah. Destiny has ever been. Sorry. Okay. So uh, I still think the Taken King moment uh, is is number one. But Forsaken is a huge step in the right direction, and a lot of the fun factor of Destiny is back. Um, you know, there are I have a few gripes with the infusion system. I think is way too complicated and and overly grindy um, to the point where it has. Um, kind of froze the or, or just froze the ability for me to want to even bother with old equipment. I just worry about new equipment dropping and I forget about the old stuff. Are are the drop are the drops ample? Do you feel like you cuz I can forgive uh, an upgrade system being stupid and difficult to deal with if you're if you still feel like you're drawn into the new weapons you're getting and they're coming frequently enough where you're not frustrated. So right now they're frequently enough, but you, but you know, I just hit the soft cap of 500 light levels. So now it's slowing down. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the drops are still there, but your growth isn't there. And I think the, the other thing I've liked is that they've, they've put more uniqueness into the weapons. So now it's like, not every gun looks the same with just a slightly different paint job on it. Like they'll actually be completely differently looking, even though they're both scout rifles. And so I have been a little, I appreciated that. I haven't had an exotic drop yet. So really? I haven't had, I, yeah, I've put a good amount of time into it. Have not had an exotic drop, but again, the legendaries have been nice and the game's been fun. The story. Now, if, if the upgrading your weapon system is broken, then you really would rather have exotics wait when you're top high level anyway. Yeah, true. So. And that's that's still a problem, right? And and that's the only, the only reason I the main reason I have the issue is that for anybody that's getting into this that maybe took a break from Destiny, it kind of or or even if, I guess if you continue to play it, it kind of makes it feel like they aren't giving they don't care about anything you've done before this, and everything that, and, and all that stuff just leave it in your vault because. The amount of effort it takes just to infuse it, it's just, it's silly because by the time you spend all those resources, you turn around and something drops right in front of you that's better. And that's fine and encourages you to keep, to keep looking for new stuff, but I just felt, I feel kind of bummed because like a lot of the Iron Banner stuff that I've earned and stuff that I really like, even if it doesn't have the best perks, it, it just, I like the look of it. It's a pain for me to even get it up to, uh, up to par. So, like, they have um, their, their current seasons going on. So they're, they're doing seasons now, like everybody else. And their current seasons are going on, and you go to Eververse, you can get armor, right? And when that armor drops, it's like, um, it's like uh, it drops at 10 light level. And you, and you are aware of this because you played vanilla Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. You get that armor, and then you infuse it if you like the looks of it. Otherwise, you just get rid of it. Well, this armor looks really cool. It's almost like you're a bug. It's like insect. And I've seen some pictures of that. Yeah, and they're cool. But again, they drop at 10, and the amount of resources that's needed to infuse them, oh, I, I, I have like four pieces of it. I don't use it because I don't want to waste. Right now, I don't want to waste the resources for that same reason that I know I'm going to be a higher light level. Can I tell you what my actual Power least level. favorite thing in the history of Destiny ever was? Collecting resources. Yeah. I always was like... Which that went away. Yeah. 
And now it's back. I, I hate having to find, like, I don't want to go to Venus and find yeah. these little spores or whatever right. to upgrade. I don't want to do that. But that's my one, okay, so that's my one negative. Everything else going around the story was pretty good. They really, right out the gate, you, I mean, everyone knows. So you tell me it wasn't written by a middle schooler? Right. Oh. Everyone knows what what happened, right? Because they, they showed it at E3. If you knew that Forsaken was coming out, you knew that Cade died. <gasps> right? And so, um, but the thing about Cade is he's a character that most people, even if you're, even if you're jaded by Destiny, he's the character that, like, had the most impact as far as the actual, like, sub-character that had had was a quality character. Yeah. He, he was he actually was a character. Zavala and were just shells. I, Ikora were just really boring yeah, NPCs, yeah. So uh you know to watch this happen and be sent on what is really a and, and they've said it is the darkest that you know the darkest tone that Destiny's ever taken really puts you in a in a you know mindset for like revenge and this hunt for the person that did this. And you get all the way to the end and you know um the the ending is a little you're kind of left in the dark and it leads you into the in-game content of this whole new area that opens up after you finish the story of the dreaming city which so here you are thinking you're in this new area which is just a rehash of the reef but then when you beat the game you get this whole other section that's that has uh, a built-in raid and other things in it uh, and continues more story arc going on within with inside this area. So the game doesn't stop once you beat the story if you're a PVE fan, and that's where it was important to me, where I felt like other DLC would end, and it would just be, you're like, wow, that was four missions, and I'm done. So I like that. Gambit's a lot of fun. The PvP time-to-kill adjustment they made makes this play like Destiny 1. And that, that's one of the reasons I got out of Destiny. I didn't continue by buying, uh, was it Rise of the Machine yeah. and uh, the Curse of Osiris. like And Warmind. Yeah, war, yeah, whatever those were all called. I didn't buy any of them because I didn't like the changes that they made to PvP, so I wasn't drawn back in to play the game. I didn't like the changes to Iron Banner. I didn't like the, the right. changes to the grind. I didn't like it all. And then, you know, when you're actually in the game, I didn't like that the time to kill was changed. Everything, I don't know, I, I wasn't, I'm, I've never been good at Destiny. But by the time we were done with Destiny 1, I at least felt like I wasn't always the weak link on our team. As soon as I got back into Destiny 2, the changes they made, I don't know, I was really bad at it. And it, it turned me off to be like, I, this doesn't feel like the first one did. I, I'm out. And I went yeah. away with it because the time to kill was really short and rockets were just melting me all the time because the heavy was dropping so fast. And yeah. it just, the, the game turned me off to itself. And I think that's why Gambit, for people that do give this an opportunity, Gambit is something where it's like, even if you're not the best DPS, like kill, you know, kill death match or whatever you want to call it, this game gives you that point where it's like, we had a guy running, picking up moats and depositing. We had the one dude, we had one person that would be the person to travel across and try to disrupt the other team. We picked our strengths and weaknesses and tried to build a team where we could succeed. And that made me feel more like Overwatch, right? It made me feel like more like instead of just like, all right, everybody, get as many kills as you can and hold A and B. You know, like that's that was it. Or it was like, okay, everybody, get as many kills as you can. Like those are your two options. Now Gambit adds this extra option that kind of reminds me of Prison of Elder which I love. I did love Prison of Elders. Right. It's very Prison of Elders, but then you just clone that room, you put another team in it, and you allow one person to cross back and over to try to create chaos. It's fun. So uh, overall, I think it's the second highest point that Destiny franchise has ever been. 
I like the way it's going. I look. I did purchase it with the annual pass, so I, I am already locked in for the next two additional DLCs for the year. So we will see how it goes, but it's a good start for someone that's been so hard on Destiny, and I've really... Uh, you know, said a lot of mean things. Bungie has done a, a decent job here and really uh, stepped their game up. The tough part is a lot of it's behind that $40 paywall. So those people are not that those people that aren't ready to trust them again. I don't know. I don't know how you get them without a sale or something. And, and then maybe they jump back. See, I, th- I think this is the, the, the big sticking point that's keeping me out of it because you know, I love I love playing games with Rick and AJ and you and Ecto and Caleb and the, everyone that's in Destiny right now because it takes me back to how much fun I had with Destiny 1. Destiny 1, probably one of my top 10 favorite games ever, just from the experience of how this gaming community embraced that game. But if you look at the financial investment into Destiny 2 as a total, you're, you're over $200 into it, right? Yes. So for you know, let's. Uh, I, and um, do you know if I'm correct by saying I couldn't just go drop forty on the new DLC? I need to have the the two prior to it. You know, I don't know. I think you don't need those. Mm. I think it's it is separate. I I'm not a I'm not. I can't sit there and say I'm 100 percent sure, but I'm almost positive you could buy Forsaken and not need Osiris or Warmind. If that was confirmed, I'd be a little more interested because. I've heard the first, the two prior DLCs were super underwhelming, but it's just it's hard for me to look at how I tr- how I personally try to bu- budget out my games for the year and go, man, over two year period, I want to spend over two hundred dollars just on one experience, just on one game. When realistically, I could stretch that out into being four full priced video games or three full priced video games and a, a large handful of um, indie games. You know, it's just hard for me to look at the financial investment and look at my time and go, ah, this makes sense for me. And I think that's probably a tough thing for a lot of players to look at the grand scale of a couple hundred dollars into one video game. Yeah. And would you kindly, BMC did chime in and says, uh, you do need those. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't know if I believe him. I'm not sure. That's something we'd have to look into. But anyways, I'm very happy with it. Uh, I said I was going to get my review. The little bit of news that I do have that I also thought was um, interesting was Destiny 2's uh, raid launched on Friday. The new raid in the Dreaming City. And it took, uh, the first team to complete it took 19 hours before, and the, the raid's name is Last Wish. It took, them 19, it took them just under 19 hours. It was like 18 hours, 48 minutes or something like that. And they were able to, uh, to, be, to, uh, to beat it. So Clan Redeem is the uh, clan that beat the raid. They've also done this five times, five different raids, so they are like like the elite raid runners where they're the first in the world to complete it. So now Bungie is issuing each member of the team a world heavyweight championship belt with with like uh, Bungie uh, artwork all done on That's it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm pretty, all about pretty the neat. only championships that matter outside the Stanley Cup are all belts. Yeah, but here's yeah. <laughs> but here's uh, here's where it gets cooler for everyone is that though they were the first in the world to beat it and they're and they're getting honored with it um, even in the game where when you uh, launch into the Dreaming City now there's a message about the team that that completed it. They also unlocked stuff because of this for everyone now. So when you go into the Dreaming City, there's a new cutscene that plays first time you go in at now that they've beaten it. And all of a sudden there's a new strike. There is a new Gambit Arena. 
and a few other new things that dropped, all because this group beat the raid. So I thought that was kind of cool that they they created this extra kind of like unlock for everyone once that once that first team completed the raid. And this also they said that the raid you know was going to be extremely difficult, um, and it proved it because these guys that have done it five other times like this is like something like four times longer than it took any other raid to be completed. Other uh, raids were done five six hours. This was eighteen almost nineteen hours. So. I haven't watched it yet, but it seems like this raid is going to be extremely difficult, um, which could be actually a negative that I end up talking about down the road just because I don't want... I enjoyed running raids with the group, but we aren't elite Destiny players, or so I, I don't want to... Speak for yourself. I don't want it to get too, so difficult that we don't even want to... We don't even want to try it, you know? Um, also, the cool thing... Another cool thing that they did, which they had done with the Triumph uh, at the end of the seasons, where like if you achieved enough things, you'd unlock a link to buy a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Well, they did this thing for the raid that ends, unfortunately, today. So if you're, if you're listening to this, um, it's too late. You can't do this. But if you finished the raid by today, you unlocked a link to actually get a um, limited edition like week one jacket. That actually was really cool, like a bomber oh, jacket. Man. So... Um, you still had to buy the jacket, but if you didn't do that, then like you, you couldn't. Do you know how many dollars it was? The jacket. You know, it's all about dollars with me. Dollars yeah. and dimes. I don't think you're going to like it, but it's a legit winner, like bomber jacket, 150 bucks. I mean, that's about the price you pay for yeah. something like that. So yeah. it's not unreasonable. And you're talking about 1% of the players of Destiny 2 probably had access to buy it. So it's also a pretty like limited item, which is cool. So I like that they're doing these types of things. This is what I want to see out of them. I want to see that variety. I want to see the fun factor of Destiny come back, and I've been enjoying it. How exclusive would it be if we got GameZilla bomber jackets and made people do something ridiculous to be able to purchase them? I mean, it'd be probably the coolest thing ever and would make Bungie look like fools. Test, what sort of wild deed could we make people do to unlock a uh, the ability to buy a games of the bomber jacket survive a firing line in my backyard mm. oh wow mm. okay. might take that one out of the show i don't know <laughs> i don't have a backyard so it's not even possible <laughs> well in that oh. case i'm just gonna move on to the next topic if you don't like, <laughs> if you hate your wife or you just are tired of the relationship you're in all you need to do is play Fortnite. That's clearly the message here as uh, a website in the UK has shown that Fortnite addiction has contributed to 5% of all UK divorces this year. <laughs> That's right. That's sad. That's right. That's sad. <sighs> Are 15-year-olds getting married in the UK and then they're getting divorced when Fortnite takes over? Right, exactly. Fortnite is being held partially <laughs> responsible for the breakdown of a rising number of marriages. A uh, press release from UK-based website divorceonline.co.uk suggests around 5% of all UK divorces so far this year have, to some extent, come as a result of addiction to online games, including Fortnite Battle Royale. Now, the reason why Fortnite got... got Point you know picked out here is yes it's the most it's the biggest game in the world right now but in these divorce like filings the word Fortnite was actually in the the reports. No. Come on, like, I mean the, the 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 key problem is if you're married to a Fortnite boy, 
You should probably uh, should I have been married to a man. Play a man game like ooh, Rocket League. Ooh, shots fired. Shots fired, yeah. Fortnite's yeah. for boys. Oh, boy. The press release states that since the company uh, behind the website has been investigating a number of divorce petitions um, referencing Fortnite since seeing a rising trend throughout the year, um, they've received something of 200 divorce petitions since January 2018 where addiction to Fortnite and other online games 200? has been cited as one of the reasons. Wow. Um, but the cool, the interesting thing, though, that this equates to roughly 5%, and um, the... They did the math here. Yeah, here it is. Uh, divorce online claims to handle five percent of all um, online claims to handle five percent of all divorces filed in England and Wales. If you if we're to assume that their findings can be um, expanded across the rest of the UK, online gaming addiction could be responsible for as many as four thousand divorces a year, just in the UK. Online gaming, four thousand divorces, just in the UK. Using 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 the you know their sample size. Oh, I know why. I know why. It's always <laughs> raining in the UK. There's nothing to do, so people get stay inside all year. There's no outdoor season like there is here in Michigan, and uh, all there is is uh, online video games to play. The the article closes out there. Fortnite Week Nine challenges are out now, so you can get to work on them if you still need to earn those battle stars. That said, they might not want to be such a it might not be such a great idea. Maybe go spend some quality time with your significant other instead. So this brought me to you know we've talked about uh, gaming being defined as a mental illness and addiction. We've talked about <laughs> playing Fortnite's a mental illness. Yeah, we've talked. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we've talked about you know kids that don't even they can't even put the controller down, so they just wet themselves, and they're 15, 16 years old. I've been doing that for years. We, Thirty know, years old. Yeah, no we have dro- <laughs> we have dropouts. You know, people that have stopped going to school. Uh, people have attacked their parents when they tried to take the game away from them. A lot of it was kid, you know, younger, you know, younger age. And now I, I guess I never thought about the impact it might be having on adults and professionals with careers and things like that. Where, you know, I think of like, you know, I think of the people that I've known in my life that have kind of I've watched their life fall apart because of drugs. And I'm like, wow. This video game is doing the same thing to these people. It's the same as heroin, for God's sakes. Like, I'm like, okay. That seems like a little bit of a stretch. I mean, I wa- I, I'm just saying, not, I, I watched someone fall apart because of heroin. And, and when I read what's happening here, like, you're literally throwing your marriage away because of a video game. Which, when I think of this person who had a nice, you know, a lovely wife and two kids who left them because of heroin, so like, like it's the same result. You're you're losing you're losing your life. I mean, I don't. To me, it's worse because I, I don't. I guess I don't understand. Like, it's sadder in some regards that. I mean, when you when you take a substance and you and you ingest it, right, or you you inject it or whatever, like there's chemical reaction. Like, and I'm not saying that staring at a TV and having and and having something like you're not getting some sort of reaction, but I feel like yeah. I feel like it's hard. Like to me, it would be harder to do that for that to happen. I don't know, but again, yeah. it's happening, and that blows my mind. That moving forward, this is going to become a more common reason why. Marriages fall apart. Why careers are lost? Why people end up homeless? Why are you homeless? Oh, I played. I played Fortnite until I lost all my money. Yep, that's going to be a problem 
for people that can't get it together. People, it's I mean, insane. People, people can have addictive personalities, and you get, uh, you know, it's similar to I got addicted to video poker, and now I'm homeless. That's true, but with that factor of gambling in there, though, where you're throwing money at it, here it's like you're literally throwing. It's it's time. Yeah. It's the fact that that your wife or your significant other is you're not paying attention to them. Like that's really what's what's falling apart, and probably your health and you know hygiene and and everything else. I mean, still none of that's as bad as being on heroin. <laughs> but see, why I say it's worse is because it's happening. We're like. It's happening over like this is happening instead of heroin. But you don't die. Heroin, you die. I mean, you could die if you if you not like heroin. I mean, well, no, not like heroin. I don't think video games and the opiate epidemic is even remotely comparable. Yeah, I think I think we're like addictions, addiction. I I get that addictions, addiction, and the problem comes from being overly addicted to anything. Being overly addicted to anything is going to be a problem. It's an extreme comparison. But I I don't think that opiates. I guess to me, like I think you're taking this the wrong way. I'm not saying it's as bad as the drug addiction, like like number wise. What I'm saying is it's worse because like it should never happen. Like it's I I just to me like that's why why I said sadder. It's it's in some ways it's sadder because. It's more understandable to be like, wow, that person injects chemicals into their arm and they lost their life. Is a lot more like, okay, I connect A, B, and C and go, okay, that that's sad. That makes right. sense. Um, Johnny boy came home. Jazzy boy. Jazzy boy came home with uh, <laughs> with uh, with a PlayStation and played Fortnite until his wife and kids left. Like that is like, no, there there's a point in there where none of that makes any sense. That's what makes it sadder to me. Right. And, but, I mean, it does come down to, and, and I mean, we all know this, it comes down to technology. And we, I, saw, I just saw that shoot across on, on the Twitch uh, channel, too. We, like, people are so addicted to things like their phone. Like, it, I forgot what, who did the, the research a few years back, but it was like, uh, a person will drive twice as far and be late to work to turn back and get their phone they forgot than their wallet. They literally will drive illegally over their not having their phone. And so, like, I mean, how many times... I, I, I brought this up before. Like, I went to, like, a pizzeria with, with Jade, and we're sitting there having a conversation, and I look over, and here's this table of, like, you know, peewee hockey players. And I'm like, oh, I remember when, like, I was on the soccer team, and the whole soccer team would go out for something. And they're all sitting there with tablets and phones just buried in their, buried in, in their individual little bubble. None of them are communicating with each other. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? All their, all their little middle school girlfriends, the relationships are crumbling. <laughs> That's true. That's what I mean. There won't be a relationship. Their dog left them. They won't even know how to have a relationship. They They'll be too play, busy. They didn't play p- fetch with Fido because they were too busy playing Fortnite. That's right. So the addiction to technology is, is ever growing. I mean, we have, we have such easy access to the internet and, 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 and apps and everything in so many different forms now that, yeah, you're right. Eventually there's going to be some sort of breaking point, but to see video games now in that light where it's causing divorce is, uh, I don't know. I guess I, growing up, I never would have thought that this is where we're at. Is it is it fair to say the game is causing divorce or people's inability to like make the right decision for their marriage is causing the divorce? Well, they'll blame. I mean, just like they'll blame the drug. Yeah. I mean, that's this is what this is at, right? I mean, if if the significant other writes on the piece of paper the word Fortnite, then then 
I mean, yes, there is a there is a person that should pull themselves away and realize there's more to life. But the person that filed for divorce put the reason down as Fortnite. Yeah, yeah you're right. You know, they are blaming the game at that point. If that game, when it came along, yes, he liked video games, but he never liked video games like this until Fortnite came along. And that's true. We've never heard of, like, some of these stories that are coming out, like a kid stabbing his mom in the back with a kitchen knife because she took his counsel away. (laughs) I've never heard this. So, I mean, you know, like, it is crazy, but, I mean, you know, this this is the way we're trending. And, I mean, I don't know, hopefully... Hopefully humanity can kind of realize it and pull themselves out of it before we go jumping into like a pit where there's this like, I don't know. I think of game, I think of movies like um, Looper or whatever, where it's like everybody's just obsessed with being in VR and they just live in, or, or even player uh, Ready Player One, just live, live in a world that's not real. In, in, in a very real moment of honesty before we, we get off this subject, it was... I don't know. I felt like it was about four months ago now. It was shortly after I moved into my house that um, something something in my like head kind of clicked. And it's one of the reasons I didn't buy any of the Destiny DLC is I'm like, do I want to get back into like a game that motivates me to want to stay up till one in the morning playing? Or would I rather spend more time with my wife? And I'm going to be 100% honest. I had like the, the thought process in my head and I made the conscious decision to go, maybe I'm not as interested in playing online multiplayer games as I am with just spending time with my wife. And I don't know, I've been pretty happy kind of staying away from some of the online multiplayer games. And, you know, as much as I love playing them with everyone in the group, um, I made the decision to be like, I'm going to stay out of destiny for a while because I'd rather spend time with my wife, especially with summer coming around the corner, spending more time outside. It's been really nice. I think I've been more mentally clear by not feeling like I'm drawn into playing a game for hours on end. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, this is the same thing why I kind of stepped away from Fortnite. I uh, I stepped away from a lot of these online games. Destiny's really the only one that I still play. You could play Rocket League, um, but you don't. And I play our Rocket League at lunch every day with you. <laughs> but, you know, like besides, like I play League and now I play some Destiny. And so, but but I did move back into that, like, I'm going to play Guacamelee 2. I want to play The Messenger. I want to play Metroidvania games, right? And and I also am enjoying playing some games with, with my wife again, where it was like, we had kind of like, the game room, when we first built the game room, it was like a couch with two TVs right next to each other, and, we, and everything was like, it was like nice and cozy. And we sit on the couch, and we play games when we wanted to, and then we go out, you know, go do other things when we wanted to. Um... And then all of a sudden it was like I moved my system over here and I built these uh, different, um, you know, different monitors and everything. And I was like, and I got these nice headphones that give me these really amazing sound. And before I knew it, I was completely blocked off from her, even though we sat in the same room. And I didn't even realize it at first until she was like, until she said something about it. Like, hey, you know, this kind of sucks. Like, because even though we're in the same room, we're like, we don't, we don't communicate. Unless I joined the, like the the party chat, and I was like, yeah, "You're right," you know. So like, honestly, we've thought about redoing the whole game room too, just because it's like, well, the str- like if I want to stream or something, that just needs to be in a different spot. It doesn't need to be in the game room. Like, let's just have fun and game there. But the, the, you're right. Like, I caught myself in that same trap where it was like, "Wow, I've put like hundreds of hours into Destiny 2, and then it disappointed me." After hundreds of hours of Destiny One, 
I'm like, do I really want to go down this road still? And that was the same thing with Fortnite. I'm like, I'm not very good at Fortnite. I'm not going to get better at Fortnite, that, that much better. And all you do is the same thing over and over and over again, and, and, you, and you throw your whole day away playing it. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather, like, enjoy a story, or I'd rather watch a movie with somebody or whatever. So I agree with you 100%. I think you have to be careful with those types of games because they will just consume so much of your time. So the important wrap-up PSA is if you're a guy or a girl listening to this and you have a significant other, take a moment and evaluate what makes you happy. And if if you honestly say, like, I really am happier playing this game, that's fine. You can deal with how that affects your relationship down the road. But if you say to yourself, you know, maybe I should pay a little bit more attention to my significant other, then follow that follow that itch and, and listen to your yourself. But if you're a guy or girl who does not have a significant other and is super cool with being up until super late in the evening playing video games, then you can find me on uh, all all the social medias <laughs> and uh, and video. Yeah, I'm I'm testonomics everywhere. You can yeah. find me online, whatever. And uh, you know you can agree to play Splatoon with him at a set time and actually not just bail on him and go to bed. Ooh. I, I don't know what that's like. Yeah, you've never had anyone bail on you. No, uh, I have never had anybody not be able to Oh, there. yes. I was supposed to play Splatoon with Test at 11 p.m. on Saturday and text him at, what, 10, 15? Like, man, I just fell asleep on the couch. I'm going to bed. So I ended up playing League with Doge, and then I started I playing it. League with Doge and Grimm, and sorry. I just played League until 1.30 in the morning. You, I, you did this. Next I, news story. That's my fault. No, I brought that evil fault. on you. All right, it's the Patreon news topic of the week. We posted them, you voted on them, and the winner... Well, before we say the winner, we actually we don't have a loser this week. What? Yeah, it was a tie. No, there's no ties in the Patreon. It was a tie, so we're gonna do them both. No, I don't want to do them both. Tough luck. We're doing them both. We, okay, what we cannot encourage them to vote for ties because then they'll make us talk about two news subjects. This is the last time that happens. If it ties Ooh, again, that's a this is an ugly precedent. Yeah. I didn't think about that. If it ties again, no, we're no. picking one. We just pick one right now. Um. No, no. We'll, On the fly. We'll, we will. Grim already said we're going to talk about both of them. We're going to talk about both of them this I week. Change my mind. We're doing one. Okay, we're doing one. The loser was the PlayStation Update 6.0. There we go. Everyone was upset about it, but guess what? We're not going to talk about it because you didn't vote on it enough. It was only a tie. No ties. And Nintendo wins every tie. So let's go to Nintendo. <laughs> I really like I really like <laughs> the rule. No. So not only do we not get a poor precedent that we don't have ties, <laughs> yeah. but now we have a great precedent that Nintendo wins every yeah. tie. There you go. I I'm like saying we can't uh, we love our patrons, but then you can they can choose deliberately go, "Oh, I can be the I can be the tie." Especially if they know they're the last vote. "Oh, I can be the tie." So then we you know, we talk about both. I, we can't do that. We can't Patreon do that. Illusion. Yeah, yeah we, we can't have it. We can't give the community power. Not, I'm not interested not in it. Real they power. have the power to choose, not the power <laughs> to force both. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It's one or the other. That's it. Be decisive. All right. No well, ties. anyways, this is the win- NFL. The winner this Ooh. week is the NES controllers for the Nintendo Switch are exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online subscribers. Good. Get your greasy mitts off them, scalpers. All right. So you get two controllers that are NES retro controllers that have the Joy-Con rails, so they charge on the Joy-Con, and you can only get these 60 bucks. You can only get them if you are a paid subscriber to Nintendo Online. Good. I, I'm completely okay with this because also you can only use these controllers for the 20 NES games that they're releasing with Nintendo Online. Well, 20 at start, obviously. At, at, at the start, more, right, right, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you can only use them for that in a way that you can only use American money here in America. Like, well, how, like you could totally use American currency in Mexico and everyone's cool with it. Like in that sort of way or like, no, candy dish, $90. Like that's, yeah. that's uh, what we're talking according, about. According uh, as of right now, the reports say they will only work for the 20 NES games. That are being released at launch, and obviously, yes, the any games they add thereon after via the Nintendo Online service should be included in that. But right now, it's just those twenty games. You're not going to be picking up the you know playing the Messenger with one of these games with one of these controllers. The belief is that when you launch, if your paired controllers at the time are these. And you launch a game other than the NES emulator so let's game. Use, let's use Pocket Rumble for an example because no, you could yes, play yes. it on this controller when, theoretically. No, well, you could you could play it, but when you launch Pocket Rumble, it's going to be like, all right, go ahead and pair your controllers. Yeah, press, disconnect it. Press L and R on the controller you want to pair. There's no L and R here. These are only going to even be rem- it grabbed. Even has shoulder the little shoulder buttons that you can attach the the little grip into. They're not real. Picture. Well, those are the rails so you can charge them. Yep. Those aren't the little. Well, it looks like, buttons. Those those like there look might like be. Oh, it looks like there might be a, an L and R in gray. Yeah, it does. Which I oh, guess you it, need those for syncing. Yeah. Yep. So I just think it's going to launch and say like the same way that if you're trying to use a pro control, like you have a pro controller synced, and you try to launch a game that doesn't have pro controller compatibility, it's like okay, you know, it pops up with the screen and the four yeah. empty spots at the bottom. Like which controller do you want to use? Press L and R. You press L and R on the pro controller. It's like uh uh-uh. uh. Get some Joy Cons. You or get some Joy Con. Okay, okay. Not to be, not to speak incorrectly. Get some Joy Con before you go any further. I understand, but can you riddle me this? No. Why? <laughs> like, why <laughs> is that the reason? Is it is it tied back into the like you have to be a subscriber to buy these, so you can only use these if you have the subscription? Like, I don't. If I had to guess, if I had to wager a guess, I would say Nintendo just doesn't want their ecosystem disrupted by another option for a controller outside of the Nintendo games that, you know, that they want you to play these with. So, like, they don't want you playing Pocket Rumble without using a Joy-Con or using... Um, Pro controller just because it, I'm not trying to fragment or give developers another option of what to play. Who knows? Or also, you can't use these portably, you know, unless you doctor switch and took them off. But handheld, I guess, is probably the better option. You can't use these handheld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tabletop it. Um, See, I yeah. just it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because you I would okay okay actually here here's a theor- theoretical reason. Would every game that's been released thus far need to be updated to deny these controllers access if it wasn't a compatible controller? So let's I keep I like let's use Pocket Rumble as the base because you with this control scheme you could play Pocket Rumble. So are we saying that any game that would not be compatible with these an update would need to be pushed out for it to not be for so, it to block it out. So they just block it at a system level and say instead and say, okay, no it's, game has to do anything. These are blocked at a system level, period. And I, or else you try to launch Breath of the Wild with these two things connected, and this game doesn't know what to do, and then... I just feel like it's weird that every other controller that they've made for the Switch, and mind you, even third parties like 8-Bit do and all that stuff, there's no limitations. But like, but yet these, they're going to kind of create a fake wall that, that they're not going to let you try to use. Like, yes, these controllers will not work for certain games because like actually a great example is the messenger which i was stating it would be a bad game you need more than than the buttons supplied on this so for for me it's like 
why can't I... I just don't get it. Like, I'm paying $60 for these. I, I have to be a member. You know, I have to be an online sub subscriber. I'm paying for them. Why are you blocking me? It, it kind of was that same thing of, like, when the GameCube adapter came out. And you were like, oh, cool, I can use a, I can use a GameCube controller for other games. And they're like, no, just Smash Brothers. And I was like, oh. Well, that I'm like, cool, I'm still going to buy it because I want it for that. But I was kind of bummed. I was like, I, was, I thought I'd be able to play some other games with a GameCube controller with my WaveBird that I yeah. like so much. The trashiest aspect of this is also probably my favorite aspect of this is what you just said. You have to be a Nintendo Switch online subscriber to buy them. The pro to that, as, as we I think we spoke to in the pre-show, it's going to be harder for scalpers to get their hands on them, right? People aren't going to be going and buying 70 sets from your local retailer and then throwing them online. Well, because you can only get these from Nintendo then, I'm, which I'm is, assuming, right? Which is then the bad part, because I'm assuming now there's shipping that you probably didn't want to spend. And let's say you've got you know your 14, 15, 16-year-old kid with, his, with their own Nintendo account who has all their stuff to them, and maybe their parents want to buy them these for Christmas. What do you do? Hey, I need your Nintendo account login. Why? Uh, because I'm not trying to buy you these NES controllers. It's a another reason. You know, like it, it just yeah, makes a kid it, would never want these anyway. They don't know about the. I mean, to they be want fair, joysticks though, and stuff. To be fair, though, touchscreen. You have to be an <laughs> online subscriber. Doritos. to buy these, right? So, what does one month cost? A dollar and seventy-seven cents, or something like that. We broke it down. You can return it's seventeen 18- dimes. That's seventeen dimes. Yeah, but you, but can, you can buy. You can buy it. Can you buy it per month, or can, do you have to buy like I think three months? I think it's three ninety-nine a month yeah. or twenty so, bucks. For so the- I pay three ninety-nine, and then I buy whatever the limit is. Let's say I, let's say they allow four per household or whatever. Because and I do that because they are selling for a lot of money. Let's just say they are a short supply and they are selling for a lot. Yeah, you're not going to get the scalpers that, that buy 70 of them, but instead you're going to get a lot of these mini scalpers that all buy four and sell them anyways. And, and so, like, I mean, it's not, it, it, is a, it is a wall. It's not that hard of a wall to, you know, to get around, especially if someone really wants to spend the time and build, like, I don't know, if they're selling, let's just say they're selling for double. Let's say they're $120 value. You're doubling your money. So someone makes... 20 different email accounts. They pay that $4, that $4 fee, but they're making a profit of, you know, $55, $55 $56 per sale. It, there's still value there for them to do that. It's a little bit of extra work, but I, people are still going to do that. People are crazy. Yeah, pe- people, you know, Everyone is constantly looking to get one over on the gaming community and make a buck off of us. No and doubt that, that that that's an issue. Right, but do you think Nintendo did this to try to stop those people or to try to, like, it's more like the, them being Nintendo. I don't think it's them trying to stop scalpers. I think it's them trying to be like, well, this is like a, a perk of being an online member I'm, you get access to this, yeah. but you still have to pay money. I, I think that is the right mindset, and I also think Nintendo gets to uh, line their pockets a little more cash if these don't have to go to a retail store. That's true too. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you want these? Because uh, not every person is going to want these. Um, I think the number actually is probably gonna be a little on the low side of people that want these. Because for me, if you told me I get these two controls, they only work on the NES games. They're thirty dollars for the pair. I'd absolutely order a pair. Oh, 100%. I like we okay, you already mentioned 8 bit dude. You have your controller down here to show yeah, off? Absolutely. Um you can get a really nice 8 bit do controller 
for $30 that can play with many other games. Boom. Or if you spend $10 more than this combo, you can buy an NES Classic that has <laughs> most of the games that right. are coming out on there. Yeah. I guess it's only one controller, though. No, the NES Classic now is only 60 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. I dropped the price on that. Neat. But, I mean, so. and you're right. The, and the 8-Bit Do controllers, are, they're great. Like, I, I love using this, this controller. But like you said, you can buy a nicer one that even has joysticks on it, so it is even more uh, useful for newer games. But... I yeah, to me it's like I want these, but they're they're the price point is a little high, and I and for me it's like I don't know. I just for the, the only thing that and there's they haven't said this, and I'm not saying this is a rumor or anything, but it'd be like oh well yeah, you you can use those, but you can't use your eight bit do on the NES oh. games. If that happened, I would be super upset. You know, at that point I'd be like wow, now you really are building a wall of like well yeah, you can play with your Joy Cons and your Pro Controller. And these, and nothing else. But the <laughs> the eight bit do sync up through the pro controller support. They do. So it, not that it would be tough for them to block, but it would be a pretty low move for them to block something like that. Yeah, and I don't think they're doing that again. But it, that that would be somewhere I'm like, wow, that's that is Super Nintendo at that point. But and does the fact that they're coming out with these peripherals kind of a uh, maybe a, a little bit of a concern that. SNES or better games in this free with Nintendo Switch Online are much further away than we might think. That yes. does, that is that's the other concern is that we're happy we're getting these some of these games, but yeah, when are we getting SNES? When are we getting GameCube? When are we getting sixty four? Like whatever. And does that mean every every year we're it's going to be yearly or something like that? And and at the same time we'll also be getting something like this where it's like okay, here's your SNES double pack. Here's your you know. I don't know. Can you imagine how obnoxious a Switch would look with two N64 <laughs> controllers well, shooting off the Joy-Con yes, rail? Yes, that would You'd be... throw that thing like a boomerang and kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be like you'd see an orc murder somebody with, with that thing really <laughs> and just stab it right through <laughs> their neck. Yeah. That's, That's my orc sound. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I at first thought it was, it was interesting that they had blocked these uh, as far as purchasing behind that wall for subscribers only, um, we'll see how that works out. But you know, at the same time, I don't like the idea that you can only use them for the uh, NES online games. That that's kind of weird. Yeah, and I was initially when they showed these off during the Nintendo Direct that we uh, I went over to uh, the Nintendo Lounge and Test and I did a, a live stream of the the whole Direct. When I initially saw these, I was like, yes need give me because i love having an original nes controller in my hand it just feels like my childhood because i didn't even have a super nintendo when i was a kid i had an original nintendo for a long time and then as soon as it was like they're 60 like 60 for two nes controllers i don't i don't think so yeah. and then even more so finding out that i'm not gonna be able to use them on any other titles on the system it was like i mean they're 60 dollars and i get it they're they got the joy con rail which means they have a battery in them which is not something that like the SNES Classic has. Yeah, yeah, I get but the it. SNES Classic was what eighty, and you got two controllers. No, oh the SNES Classic. SNES yes. Classic you got two with. was eighty dollars. Two controllers and what tw uh, twenty four games? It sounds right. Yeah, for eighty bucks. So like that, like cost wise, I just I, to me like I don't I don't get it. Unless they have unless they have like 
the uh, hap, the 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 rumble HD pa- rumble yeah HD rumble and all that stuff built like they the, don't or, there's no way they yeah, do there's no way they why would do. you have rumble in these things I, well because they're talking about how these NES games are HD and online and all these things so you know maybe they added rumble features to them rumble too rumble in an NES game I'm just saying like that to me like if those things were there I'd be like okay there's more cost to these otherwise manufacturing cost of this is like it's nothing so it, to me it's just very I don't like the feel of it. I don't. I don't like the feel of it. Even though I still kind of want them, you know. We'll see how it goes. I don't even like. I don't even know how I'm going to play these NES games that drop what tomorrow night. These also don't ship until like December, right? I I haven't even. Looked I think at they ship in like December, and we're and we're literally recording this like I don't know less than 24 hours before all these NES games are live. So like these controllers aren't even available to the to all the subscribers until months after Nintendo Online goes goes live. I could be wrong on that, but I thought I thought that's what I read I in, in the article. Right. I don't know, but th- okay. So this has been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit GameZillaMedia.com. Continue the conversation in our Discord community. Check out all the great blogs that are written every week. And let's hear about another amazing team right here at GameZilla. The GameZilla Media stream team here on Twitch. You've heard about it for a couple weeks now. I'm going to let you know what we're playing this week. We've got Matrick on stage, who has been killing the game, if we mean the game of Final Fantasy Tactics. He has been running Twitch on Final Fantasy Tactics, and honestly, he doesn't know what to play, so hop over to the Discord and help him figure out what he's playing next. He's listening to his fans. We've got the Deadite Knight playing some Fire Pro Wrestling World Brother. We got Grimlock the Dino. He might get to the third session of Guacamelee 3 this week, I hear on Thursday. Guacamelee 9. Guacamelee 13. Two times five. XV Turbo 1932 Hyper Edition. Edition. There we go. Um, and then you've got Testonomics, myself. I don't know what I'm playing. And then Spectre XV. But it's going to be on the Switch. It's going to be the on the Foss. Switch because I'm the Foss, the face of Switch. And then you have Spectre XV, who is currently out of office and not accepting emails. He has limited access to phone. But when he gets back to the office, he'll let you know what he's playing. That's everything for us. GameZillaMedia.com, top of the page. Look for the stream team. See what we're all playing and come give us a watch. All right. We got uh, no. It's time for Muster Bust. Yeah, we got no esports. So let's everybody just uh, clap. Yay! Yay! Team Liquid is well on their way. Or Team Liquid has reached Korea to spend the next couple months there playing League so that they're ready for couple Worlds. Mo- couple weeks, couple weeks. Couple months. <laughs> couple eternities. <laughs> couple months. Couple of months. When's Worlds? Uh, October 1st. I still don't care. So, um, <laughs> Cloud Nine, baby. Yeah, Let's so, get yeah, into yeah, must. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, time out. Oh, remember that time TSM lost? <laughs> Man, <laughs> TSM. <laughs> TSM, you're so bad. <laughs> hey, 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 Deadite. How many worlds was TSM in? Up all, until this one. All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's the biggest fan of TSM that, that comes to the show? Jazzy <laughs> <Bell>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That was fun. Oh, I love mean-spirited fun. It's time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or Bust. All right, everybody. We have Dead Eye Knight up top. 
Tastonomics in the middle. And Dead Eye in the bottom because Jazzy's not here. I'm also in this one, I guess. So there we go. All right. <laughs> Muster bust. We got a list. Do we have a list for you? I'm going to ramble off a bunch of them real quick just to get this out of the way. Rambling man. Launch titles all drop in September 18th. Soccer, Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, Ghost and Goblins, Excite Bike, Tennis, Balloon Flight, Super Mario Bros. 3, Tech Mobile, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, Ice Climber, Double Dragon, Gradius, Ice Hockey, Mario Bros., Dr. Mario, River City Ransom, Pro Wrestling, and Baseball. That's right. These are the 20 games you're getting at launch for the NES Online subscription. Can I can I hit a side must? Mm-hmm. If you've never played River City Ransom, it's a must. That is an awesome game that I I don't know I don't know how many people have ever played it. Yeah, it seemed like it was always under the radar. So twenty dollars per year, you're getting these twenty games and at more. launch. Plus, you got more coming up. Upcoming releases are already a launch for October, November, December, and they are already talking about what they're going to add here uh, early next year. But it's a must. Is uh, the value there? I mean, you're basically paying a dollar per game plus the plus the cloud save perks and, and and everything else you're getting with online. Why not give give it give it a shot? I, I think one of the first things I'm gonna do is do a, a run of Legend of Zelda. I haven't pl- beaten or played the Legend of Zelda since I was a kid. Yeah, I'm also really excited to see some of these the multiplayer abilities where we can again at lunch uh, sit there and try some of these games local LAN and. Uh, you know, and also some of the online features that, that they're adding to these games is pretty wild. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. And, of course, I'm very excited because in November, I'm getting Metroid. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Is Twin B? Are they dropping Twin B? Yeah, you want to you want October, we're getting Solomon's Key. A favorite of the Legend of Retro, guys. NES Open. Dodgeball. Nice. November, we get Metroid. Happy Metroid Monday. Happy <gasps> Metroid Monday. That's right, Sam is getting a little love in November. Mighty Bomb Jack and Twin B. Did Twin B, okay, and this is, this is like mental Rolodex stuff. Did Twin B ever release on the NES, or is that a Famicom game? I thought it was a Famicom game. That, as yeah. far as I know, I've never seen a cartridge, an American cartridge. Were you the one that brought Twin, Twin B up to me, like originally? Like, I didn't even know what it yeah, was. Yeah, I love Twin B. Yeah, okay. I have it on like some ghetto, um, like. Uh, 12 million games in one thing I bought at a flea market. That's what it was. Yes. And it had Twin That's B. I was like, how, this yes. game is awesome. That is how I've heard about it. Was there multiple dodgeball games on NES, or is this just the one where you just, if you keep tapping the direction and then you throw the ball, you do like the wild, yeah. like, this yeah, is yeah. the super one. throw? That's, That's it. One. I gotta wait all the way till November for that? Yeah, and then December. Good things come to those who wait. I might as well just cancel my, my Pokemon pre-order, because I'll just <laughs> the, be playing dodgeball There you month. go. And then December brings you Wario Woods, Ninja <laughs> Guide. Wario Woods is awful. And, Lol- and the Adventures of Lolo. Yeah, okay, Adventures of Lolo. What's Lolo up? To you know, is Lolo that like first Hell Laboratories game? Yes, okay, yeah, Hell Laboratories. Yep, okay, um, Pre- before Kirby. Yep, yep. Uh, besides PC. that, n- besides that, on the same day, Nintendo uh, Switch is dropping Undertale. So, uh, for those of you that uh, love this game, here's another way to play it. For those of you who've never played it, it's a weird game. Uh, besides that, I don't know if I have any because it's just covered in NES online games. Oh, the Gardens Between drops for Nintendo Switch on September 20th. I'm not that excited for that game. The Gardens Between. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know anything about there it, but go. I can tell you the name makes me think. 
I'm going to not be playing that in between taking dumps. Yep. Uh, but the uh, Capcom Beat 'em Up Bundle, September 18th for the PS4. We saw this advertised for the Switch, but I think it gets a later release for the Switch. Is that correct? I don't remember. I think it was October 7th or something yeah. comes to mind. Yeah, but it looks like PlayStation 4 is getting it a little early. Um, this I, game looked cool because it does have King of Dragons. This bundle looked cool because of the King of Dragons. Um, I, I wasn't that excited when they announced it for the Switch. I was like, oh, okay, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not that into beat-em-ups at this stage of my life. But then I looked up the price. It's either $20 or $30. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a $60 game. I'm like, man, if, the, if I saw that for $20, and, it, you know, if that'd be a fun... Beat-em-ups are fun when just a friend comes over, and, you know, there's no... There's not a huge, like, skill gap. Like, oh, you can just button mash. Let's, like, let's just learn to play this game together. Yeah, so. and you got... Uh, it comes with Final Fight, Captain Commando, the King of Dragons, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate, Armored Warriors, and Battle Circuit. Battle Circus. As I read it. Because it was looking wild. Reading is hard. So, and it is coming out for the PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. I just, for some reason, I thought the Switch was a later date. I could be wrong. Maybe they're all coming out this week. If so, it's a a cool little bundle if you're looking for some brawlers. Um, Brawling. And then uh, it was delayed, but now it is uh, now it's going to be hitting this week, September 21st, for the PS4 and the Xbox One Spyro Reignited Trilogy. So this is that remake of Spyro, just like what they did with Crash. Um, the game looks awesome as far as as far as the uh, the upgrades and as far as HD remake. If you're a Spyro fan, you're probably really excited. If you're test, you're not. Um, I'm actually excited for this. I, I like Spyro. Yeah, I like Spyro, so I'm I'm excited. I think it's a uh, must. I think it's a must. The game that we know uh, Tess going to blow up all about Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Is it Torna, the Golden Country? Is that it? Yeah, probably. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're super excited. I don't know anything about this game. Yeah. You don't lie uh, to me. You were you were busy hyping it all. And up I'm pretty before. sure it's already out. Well, the physical copy comes out this week. There you go. Because it's like a standalone game and or DLC? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. the DLC I think hit early, but the physical game, September 21st. I'll eventually play it. Yeah. You're going to be into it. You're going to be into it. I can feel it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Other than that, uh, there's Uh, obviously a lot of of smaller indie games, nothing that uh, shot out to me this week, but... If you uh, if there's something that you're excited for, you got to join that Discord, gameslovemedia.com. Hit the Discord button, talk with uh, talk about video games, people all around the world for free. But that's been Muster Bust. You guys uh, excited for? Okay, so test. You already have Nintendo Online prepaid. I know I, I, I don't. I thought you I thought you said you pre-ordered it. I was going to, but that's on Amazon. Who knows when I get Amazon codes? I'm you waiting for it to go me in the eShop. You told me it on a show a couple weeks ago. Man, find it. Prove it. I don't remember that. Uh, I will find it. No, you won't. So are we all signing up day one for our seven-day free trial, or are you just going in $20 and you're done? I'll just, I'll just buy it. We all know I'm really cheap, and <laughs> the idea of having a free week is enticing, but I, I don't think for that, uh, what, what did we determine? It's $1.77 a month? Yes. 17 uh, dimes. Yeah, I don't think it's worth me, re- re- like, like oh, get that free quarter out of Nintendo, so um, I, I think I will likely just go full board and purchase it. It'll be more, it would be more like a nickel. Mm. Yeah, now we're talking. When, That's a half a dime. Yeah, half a dime. Big deal. Yeah, I'll be picking it up. Uh, no, no need to wait. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what they're going to be doing with it here in the near future. But all right. Besides that, uh, what do we got left, guys? Anything? 
Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> now, if you... It's eSports, right? eSports. All right. So, if We're bringing you, back a classic. If you are a member of our Discord community... You have the opportunity to uh, write in an email because I requested emails today. And if you're not, you're dead to us. Yep. Just why even bother being here at all? But yeah, I put out a, a little message in the GameZilla channel on our Discord. Like, hey, we're doing some fan emails today. So send in your fan emails and we will do our best to answer them and uh, talk about them. So here we are. The, the, real, the real fun of the email section is seeing how I crash and burn while reading... Because the written word, the best, the best, is my mortal enemy. So that's the real test. Everyone's favorite segment is back. I'm the real test. Ethan choking on his words. Ethan literacy challenge. Ooh, we need to get, we need to get that drop. Make it's the dead eye literacy challenge. Cause reading is hard. All right. First off, we're starting one off from your boy. Yo, boy. Button masher Caleb. Boo! Boo. All right, I got to go get Boo. a pillow. To the notorious marathon email writer. I'm taking a nap. And he did Picking a, up where he left off. No, no, this one's a little more modest in length, you uh, know. the One of the reasons we just cut emails is because Caleb would write an email that would take uh, Jazzy a, a good 30 minutes to just read. 30 so, minutes? Yeah. The whole show? Yeah, I was like, we can't, we can't have the whole show be a button masher Caleb email. So, all right. So here it is. Hello, Gamezilla dudes. Hi. You, you've come a long way since the bit by eight bit days. Um, is bit there, by eight bit. Bit by eight bit. <laughs> is there anything you miss from the single podcast days before we were a giant global network? Oh, yeah. I got something. Uh, he said, I miss the email segment. Wink. <laughs> Thanks for your hard work on all this content. Love you guys. BMC. I miss all of my free time. <laughs> when we were, when it was just three of us making a show? Yeah, we had no show prep. We just sat down in a microphone and just, you know, winged it like, yeah, Nintendo, you're the worst. And, and Sony, you better pick it up. PS3s, their sales are down. Where'd you get those facts from? I don't know. <laughs> Not only was that the case, but the idea was like, Chops and Graham would like, let's record the show and we'll we'll email it to Dead Eye. He yeah, lives yeah. two hours and away. Yeah, yeah. He'll fix it. What's it matter? Right, yeah. We don't have to worry about anything. No, you just recorded, you sent it off, yeah. and you got a podcast. We were back like, hey, uh, Dead Eye, the mic fell in a bucket of water. We just left it in there while we recorded. You'll be able to make it sound normal, right? Yeah, and then I'd have to re-record like doing different voice, like, hi, I'm Grimlock and I'm Chops. And like yeah, the, whole, yeah, the whole yeah, yeah go back. It's like episode like nine or something. It's just me. Just pretending to be them. Yeah. Is the there anything time. I miss? I don't. I don't. I don't know. If there's anything I miss. I guess I miss chops. That was what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Uh, so we both agree. I miss doing a podcast with chops. Yeah, chops is a good time. I mean, he's a handful, but he's a good time. See, the, it, but it is dangerous because you had a lot to handle when it was chops and I together because we'll both go off on tangents and oh, we, yeah. we, we're like. It's like one of us is fire and the other one's gasoline. Yeah. It's like it's not quite as bad as when you get Chops and LPJ together because they're no, brothers, so they have that special yeah. brother dynamic. But Chops and I can really derail a show. Yeah, there was and times I love doing that. That was back in the day when I tried to keep people on track and actually had like a like a real doc. Now I just now I just kind of like throw something together lightly because I I get, I've lost hope. Yeah. But so yeah, I mean maybe I miss hope. Maybe that's what I miss. <laughs> 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 oh man! Back in the day when I cared, no, I'm just <laughs> you know, I, an, another thing that's sort of a tie into you know we we miss having chops with us is I miss 
I miss doing the retro relapse. Back when the retro relapse was a yes. segment on this show. Yeah, back before Legend Retro like uh, became its own show. Yeah, because Legend of Retro was born out of the fact that the at the time bit by bit podcast, the podcast that, that this became, was getting to. And we were doing like two hour and forty minute shows <laughs> because we brutal. would do a full new, full like new gaming, just like we do here, like modern gaming, and then we do like a full retro segment. Yep. And it was like this is getting way out of hand. So that's when it was broken off into two shows, and eventually, you know, Chops went off to to lead the Legend of Retro team, and yeah. we and promoted him. Yeah. He we, got his own we, show. We gave him his own wings. We let him fly. Yeah, yeah. He's when, done a good job with it. When do I get my own wings so I can fly away from you? You're here? far, far <laughs> away from that promotion, my friend. <sighs> you find me a new audio guy, maybe I'll let you go. Test. Do you want to stop being the math guy? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Test, do you have an answer to this? I know that you're newer to joining, but you've been you've been a listener for a long time. Is there something that you uh, miss from the good old days? Yeah. I think nowadays there's just too much content. And I mean that because in order for me to fact check and be overly aggressive about people saying some things or being wrong about something that was said on the show. I watch everything. I read everything. <laughs> I listen to everything. So I always know what's going on. So when someone, BMC is a great example, the, the answer or the asker of this question, when he says something in the discord, because I read all of those too, I'm like, man, that's not what happened. Because I watched it. I read it. I listened to it. <laughs> so I, I've got, I don't even know how many hours in a week are listening to content created under you know under this umbrella but man like it's a bit of content and, <laughs> and then when i'm done i got five hours of long plays from craig wk <laughs> to watch and i'm like that's not how you play ogre battle but you know we should all just cancel our Netflix because we all just watch and listen yeah. to games that list up all the time yeah, we're I mean, like, yeah we entertain ourselves i don't know the last time i consumed entertainment otherwise it was yesterday because I was watching Hell in a Cell at Deadite's yeah, house. Yeah, Other, a, another member of the GameZilla team, so it still counts. <laughs> still with got the, the with, with the glitch, who's another member of the GameZilla team, mm -hmm. so it counts. So, well, thank you for the question, BMC. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one, and I'm doing it one time only. But I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm doing it with a slap on the back of the hand because this is a BMC style email submitted by someone that's not BMC. Miggy, shame on you. Player one, Miggy. I knew it. Wrote a paragraph. In front of a question. To be fair, I think, uh, was this, like, did he write in? He wasn't around when we did emails the first time, so he's just he's trying been around to, a while. He's, he's just catching, up. He's, yeah. he's catching up. up. Yeah, he's catching yeah. up. Yeah, he's got an excuse. Yeah, the, the like, give us a paragraph of your thoughts before the question, not how emails work. Yeah. Give us a question. This so, is why the segment's going to die again. So, so, I'm doing it this one time. Next time, get to the point. Only this one time will I kindly read your set your your full message. Mm. All right. So first off, from Player One Miggy. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. First of all, happy Metroid Monday. Woo! Making sure to fit that in. Thank you. Thank you. Awkward pause for the jingle to play. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Did that I actually say that? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he wanted me to l let everyone just kind of drink that it, one in. Is it yeah. in parentheses or asterisk? That Metroid Monday was kind of quiet. Okay, I'm just saying. You kind of, you kind of. Oh, I choked it off, so you didn't get the satisfaction out. Okay, okay, whoa, <laughs> man, he's edged over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was his first I'm off. Still gonna hit you. 
Second, I was really look when, looking forward to purchasing a Nintendo Switch, but seeing as to how they are making stupid decisions with their online cloud and chat service, I think I'm going to wait for them to turn things around. Also, not to mention that if I wanted to play 85% of their games, I can purchase them on my PC or another console. So basically not first-party Nintendo stuff. I added that in. Do you guys think... So here's the actual question. Oh, we're ready. Here, we're yeah, right. we okay. made a test wake up. I'm actual in. question time. I'm in. I'm um, in. Do you guys think that the de- decisions Nintendo has been making to stay behind will keep them in the past and eventually come to bite them? Well, it already Keep has. up the good work, guys. Game on. <laughs> it already has. It was the Wii U. Like, they've already gotten bitten super hard by this. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're talking about previous generations, the Switch is not... Nothing's happening to the Switch. Nothing's happening to Nintendo besides success right now. And I don't know. Well, you, you, Games of Alpha gave everyone a scare this week. I gave them a scare. Okay. Okay. First mm, of all, I, yes, can't speak, yes. I can't speak for Jazzy. Okay? Good. Jazzy's not here. Great. I don't want to speak for him. Even better. That's his own deal. <laughs> I was not happy with the Direct itself. That means nothing about how I love my Switch and see tons of upside to the system. You scared me. You had to buy one. You, uh, wait, what's it? No, I didn't. You already own one. I returned mine yesterday. <laughs> I listened to what the album. Test pond is. Test pond is. I just gave it to them. I didn't even. It's not worth anything. So okay, so we were hard on the alpha because mainly my focus around it was I wanted more around Nintendo Online, and and though maybe there wasn't more information to be spoken of, I just wanted like you wanted clarification it to be more. or something. I just wanted yeah, I wanted it to be more, and so. Um, and I just the tease that they gave at the end of that segment angered me because I was like, no, you don't get to, you already don't have enough to talk about and, and explain to us. You don't get to tease it now. Like that's that's annoying. That's not even like, ooh, I'm not even excited. I'm just annoyed. So, anyways, to his to his question though, I don't think Nintendo is going to get hurt by any of this. Like they're they're doing just fine. They have a great lineup. If you don't care about what was at at the Nintendo Direct, like me, then yeah. You, you, but you still have. You still have tons of games that have been announced beyond, before this that are coming beyond that, that that you do care about. So I don't know what the deal is here. To reference his whole thing about 80, what was it, 80%? Is it 85% are 85% elsewhere. of games are playable elsewhere is true, but here's the deal. You can't take your giant computer somewhere with you. Yeah, you can lug your laptop around, I guess, if you want. And sure, you can play it on a PlayStation or an Xbox, but I can play Rocket League anywhere that I go. I can play a lot of these games that I've even played and completed on other systems, and I enjoyed them more on the Switch because it's easier for me to sit on my porch, play a game while I'm enjoying the weather, take it to work with me, wherever I go... I can play. I can if I have a free moment to sit down and and play. I can, and so the aspect of that is the advantage you have. So, I don't know. I think you don't wait for a switch. I think now's the time to get into it with Smash right around the corner and stuff like that. But I, you know, I'm not one. Like yes, I was I was hard on Nintendo for for their announcement. I'm not hard on their being hard on Nintendo because I don't believe you should buy one or I don't believe that that they're valuable. They are. So I think you're a little you're a little off base on this one, Miggy. And 
you know, he talks about the 85%, right? The games that they, they maybe, you know, if that's if that's the true number, then okay, we'll call it 85%. But the 15% of those games that are exclusive to the Nintendo Switch are unlike any other first party games out there. Like mm-hmm. there is just a fun factor and an, and an additional amount of love put into these games by these developers that are first party Nintendo creators. So, you know, like I know you just got done playing Spider-Man on PS4 and it was probably a great game. There are those 15%, the bulk of them are all great games that are all Nintendo first party that you just don't have the option of getting, you know, without picking up a Switch. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm with Grimlock here. I think you're, you've, you're kind of you're, you're focusing very heavily on a few stupid mistakes um, and 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 over dramatizing what they're doing. When it's, I mean, at some point, it's just Nintendo being Nintendo, and they've done this. They've done online poorly for four generations, if you count the Wii U. For four generations, they've done online poorly, and that's just not what their systems have ever been good at. But they've always been really good at what they've tried to be good at. So you'll get a couch a couch co-op gaming console unlike anything that you've had in the last couple generations and a couple awesome, um, well, got a couple dozen awesome first party uh, exclusives by the time everything that's even been announced comes out. And, um, you know, you've got a community that's rolling deep in switch cartridges that are really easy to, uh, to borrow. So you wouldn't even have to buy too many games. Yeah. How can you even play Super or Spider-Man? How can you play Spider-Man? When when PlayStation doesn't allow crossplay, I mean they screwed up too. They you should just get rid of your PlayStation. Yeah, that's that's really true. Now I'm like like M- Miggy. This isn't the Vita, okay? Don't get gun shy. You're not flushing your money down the toilet like you did with that mess because Nintendo's like going to continue. Yeah, but it does. Uh, you know, okay. I got two of them right behind <laughs> the test green screen. We all make bad decisions and we all stand by our bad decisions, but they're still bad decisions. Nintendo will continue to be successful despite themselves it's it's just the truth (laughs) like they can like there's people like me that nintendo will crap in my mouth and i'll gobble it up it doesn't matter like nintendo has enough of those fans that are just gonna be excited about nintendo being nintendo even if it's frustrating for a lot of gamers and this this device the nintendo switch is so unique and so good and so fun at the end of the day, the little annoyances that we have as video game players, these expectations we have based on what other uh, platforms provide and what other platforms do, you don't expect the same on Nintendo. It's it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, like Nintendo could go all out and offer the same things that Sony and Microsoft do, but at the end of the day, they don't, and they're not they're not Sony and Microsoft. They're Nintendo, and it's either you love Nintendo for being Nintendo, and you you roll with the punches, you, you know, or you just say, hey, Nintendo, you're not for me. I'm gonna go play with these other guys. That's just really how how it works. So I, I'm a strong believer in the Switch, and after that awful uh, Switch press conference that was all poorly translated in Japanese, I remember going to bed going, I have to buy this system because I have to support Nintendo because I care about this company. And there's a lot of people that are like me, unfor- probably unfortunately, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, I was super upset and locked my locked my system in that, that night after, uh, after my wife was like, why are you pre-ordering it? I'm like, because if I don't, Nintendo's going to die. <laughs> And I can't let that happen. Even if it happens, I can stand on the ground the fact that I tried to stop it. All right. We got two more. Two more emails to round this out. And these ones will be a little bit quicker. So this one's uh, from our boy, The Glitch 86. 
Uh, it's already September, and even though we've had some great, we uh, even though we have some great games ready to come out for the holiday push, uh, he wants to know what is our favorite game that's been released this year so far. So in the 2018 calendar, what what's your favorite game that you've bought? Wow. Well, I can't say Spider Man because I haven't played it yet, and I didn't buy it. It was a gift, but still. Well, it came yeah, out. This I mean, year. yeah, it came out this year. Um, semantics, then. Yeah, I I'm mean, Spider Man. Spider Man could very well be that game once I once I get into it. But right now, it's still going to hold to God of War. I think God of War was that game that I was anticipating and 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 slightly worried about because of how long it's been, and it it blew away every expectation I had. Um, to the point where I'm not a completionist, and I really like. I haven't finished the platinum, but I have I have gone back and played that game more than I have uh, any other story driven game where it was like, hey, do a lot of this extra side stuff, and I, I want to do it. So I mean, yeah, God of War for sure. Test though, this is a relatively recent release, and I haven't put as much time into it as I probably could and will. I'm really, really a big fan of Dead Cells. Like, it's got a replayability for a roguelite game that I haven't I haven't had yet because on top of the roguelike mechanics, which is, you know, procedurally generating these dungeons, there are, like, some Metroidvania aspects into how you can get, you know, you can skip certain zones and you can do all this stuff. There's, I don't know, probably hundreds, I don't know, there's a bunch of jars hanging at the beginning of the game. There's hundreds of different unlockables and upgrades. The game, I've, I've, I've really, like started to appreciate that 16-bit but just slightly better art style like where they take it and they just crank it up a little bit um no pun intended and uh i i I just every time i get i get a new game i'm like yeah but i really just kind of want to play dead cells like why am i still buying games when i've got dead cells to play it's it's because i've got an illness to buying switch games and (laughs) the dead night has really inspired me to stop (laughs) stop I'm tired of you pushing this. These lies. I've heard uh, this is true, though. I've heard these, this is these, I've, you're liable I've for these statements the, you're I've making. I've seen the facts. I've seen the videos. So, there's no the text there's, messages. There's no facts. I've seen the emails. I'll, I'll have them up next week. So, yeah. um, Dead Cells is False. probably the you know I, I might be missing a Nintendo first party launch, and I just can't think back to the beginning of the year. Like Bayonetta one and two were cool, but when it comes to like the game that I just sit down, I'm like I just enjoy playing more than anything. It's been Dead Cells. Dead Cells is is super super good. My favorite game released in 2018 has been my most recent purchase. I love Fire Pro World so much. It is so fun, uh, especially after the immense disappointment that have been the WWE 2K releases for, well, the last forever, and specifically the the Switch release from last year that was unplayable. Um, Just getting back to a franchise that was probably, you know, top five favorite Game Boy Advance games. I'd probably even go top three favorite Game Boy Advance games and just seeing that the, that gameplay has evolved into something that's, that's more fully fledged. Uh, it, it's updated. It's everything I want it to be and it's still extremely fun to play. And I've been playing that for close to a month now. I've been streaming it and I've been playing it off stream and I, I really just can't believe how fun this simple wrestling game is in in just giving me something that's really enjoyable to play that I can just sit down, play for 20 minutes, play a couple of matches, and move on with my day, and it just makes me happy to play. So without a doubt, Fire Pro World is for sure my favorite game of 2018 so far, and pr- probably because it has a special place in my heart, will continue to be even though we have Smash coming out later. Yep. 
Good. All right. We got one last one. Should be the quickest one of the evening. Is this from the questions, Lord? This is from the Lord of the questions, the Lord of the sauce, and, of course, the Lord of doges, the doge lord. What if you could choose one game to have the community try? What game would you choose? Ooh. Um... You know, I guess for me would probably be I'd probably go back to like where I think I really like I love gaming, but I really like under like fell in love with gaming and fell in love with like a, the the Dreamcast and everything because of Fantasy Star. Oh, oh, okay. So Fantasy Star, what were you gonna say? <laughs> no, nah, we planned a bit before the show and you didn't go with it, so that's cool. I did plan a bit. I already forgot. Yeah, it. we planned a bit. Keep going. I also don't remember the bit. Thank you. I'm glad we both forgot. Did the you then. mean to bring up a bit and then just not say it to anybody? No, we Grim. Okay, here I'm Grimlock. Hey, the one game I would I would insist the community play is Ogre Battle '64. Oh, I didn't know that was a bit. Oh, I thought I was, he was just, just making to- a joke. No, yeah. it was a bit. You said you were gonna go. I thought we were doing a bit. Oh. I don't think we're doing a bit because that's not even my answer. So it wouldn't have been as funny. Okay, tell us about <laughs> Fantasy Star now that there wasn't a bit. I just think like Fantasy Star would be like <laughs> I kind of take this game I t- kind of take this question in, in slightly an additional level is like what's one game that you would want the community to try that also maybe like defines like you how you game like I don't know why you love gaming or something like that right and I think they got asked in the Discord maybe by Sci-Fi AJ or something in his channel but it was just something like what is a game that you that kind of defines you as a gamer that you know that you would suggest to the community and I, and Fantasy Star Online especially if like a newer like HD remake came through um, I think it's a very unique game that not a lot of people. Have played like I know. I know you haven't really had any experience with it, and and many of the you know people that started this knew I loved that game, but never really had an experience with that franchise. So one of the first like four player dungeon crawler, but online capability where it it, it didn't have like yes, you could bring four controllers over on a Dreamcast, and you could play split screen and and local and level your guy up and then you could take him online and your same friend could be at home and, and meet up with you and you could continue where you left off and that was mind-blowing to us in 2000 or whatever right it's crazy. so um and, and then it was that it was one of the first kind of games where i got um familiarized with loot drops right like where you could get these rare loot drops so you were running these levels over and over again hoping for these red boxes to drop and the second they did you were like oh God, what could it be? And you know, Dreamcast uh, Sega Sega team was the one that uh, developed it. Did a great job of taking like their other IPs and and some somewhat and integrating them where it's like you could have a Dreamcast floating behind you as a robot that that like powered your guy up, or you could have Sonic um, Sonic glo- uh, shoes and Knuckles gloves, you know, as weapons and stuff like that. So um, I just I love that game. So much time put into it, and I know that if another Fantasy Star came out, I would be that came out here in America. I should say I would be very, very uh, excited and worried for my. I'd be that next person. I'd be divorced and uh, homeless. You had a good run though. Yeah, but yeah, Fantasy Star Online version one and two would be would be what I would recommend for the Dreamcast or the GameCube because they did port it to the GameCube. And it was very good on the GameCube. I played it on GameCube. I, bought a, I had to buy a network adapter. Yeah, that was the only reason I had the network adapter. 
Test what you got. What's the one game you'd recommend to the listeners of the Games of the Podcast and the Games of the Community? So I took it as like, what game would we try to get the community playing? Like, what was like, what would be a good game that we could get four, five, six, eight people online and playing together? That's why you know Ogre Battle sixty four is the easy answer. It's the meme answer, but it's not the best answer. I would love to get the entire community or a small chunk of us on. Command and Conquer Red Alert 2. <laughs> or, oh, or, I'm sold. My life's gone. I'm with Grim. Or, homeless and divorced. <laughs> or Red Alert 2 Yuri's Revenge. Man. So the reason why is because I, that's one thing that at least as far as I've been part of the community, we've never gotten into real-time strategy games. And I don't know if it's because... The genre's dead? The genre's dead. It is pretty uh, bad right now. You know, if there's just lack of interest or whatever. And the reason I do... You know, that game specifically is because I played Command & Conquer Red Alert 2 competitively. It's the only game that I legitimately played competitively and, like, ranked myself and got all, you know, you know, yeah, we've played Ranked League and Ranked Ogre, uh, Ogre Battle, Ooh, Overwatch. Um, but, like, I was actually, like, going in to Red Alert hard. So uh, I think that'd be fun and I'd probably be better than everybody because, you know, I played it so much. So I would want to win. Uh, that's a good choice. I would uh, also join you in that. And you and I have done the research to try and figure out if it's possible for us to get a copy of Command and Conquer Red Alert 2 running on Windows 10. And the results have been not good for us. It's real janky. And like you can do some sort of compa- compatibility stuff. And then you have to modify like uh, um, like their launcher files so it launches in different resolutions. And it's just, I just want to play. Yeah, like, I, do I just go buy a, a, a XP computer and download it? You uh, know? But- I may or may not have an XP computer in my parents' garage that they told me to take because I told them I want to try and play Command and Conquer on it. But you guys got the new Command and Conquer app game. You're, you're all set. I, it, I, I don't pl- know if it's out for for oh. iOS yet. Well, I, yeah. Well, iOS is dead to me. <laughs> I'm an Android guy. I had it, played it for one evening, got to the point where the tutorial was done. It's like, okay, now play online against other people. And I was like delete <laughs> i was like ah, eh, i'm done with that like i thought there'd be a little bit more like offline to play and i was like i don't have an interest in playing against other people I'm what if i said i would play against you i'm not gonna re-download it okay you had your opportunity i tried to get you to do it that day and uh, oh, I don't, it's happen. not an opportunity to me i was trying to be generous to you i appreciate that i Normally can play with, i can go play with strangers online you you're scared of it uh, i mean it's not so much scared as in, in uninterested <laughs> and test test take I have no control over the video. Take that down. I don't want to see any of his merge dragons. <laughs> That's the game Tess wants the community playing. I guess if Jazz was here, he'd be like, play merge dragons. Um, <laughs> okay, so my game, and I've been thinking about this more and more because we all know that th- this is like the go-to default answer I use, but I want, I want to justify it a little bit. I want more people to play the first Donkey Kong Country game, and it's because... I'm kind of tired of everyone talking about how great Super Mario World is on the Super Nintendo when Donkey Kong Country is a more fun game. It's just more fun to play. I think it's the best platformer ever between that and its sequel. And I I don't know. It just seems like everyone's like, oh, Mario World, Mario this, Mario that. I think the original Donkey Kong game, the it's it's a game that's about momentum and flow, and you just kind of go. It's, it's, it's a game that's inherently built for speedrunning. And I love the game, and it just seems like not enough people in this in this group have have put in the time to, you know, have the love and experience for the game. And it's because it does get overshadowed by the plumber. Like, let's be honest, Donkey Kong's always going to be number two. I mean, he shadows overshadows everybody. I know. Is that the one? Is that the yellow game on Game Boy that I had? The uh, Donkey Kong Land. Oh, that's Land. Yeah, Donkey Kong Land is the Game Boy re. 
downgrade or whatever you want to call it for Donkey Kong Country. Is King K. Rule in Donkey Kong Country? Absolutely. Does he have his pirate hat? Uh, no. He has his pirate hat in number two where he's Captain K. Rule. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure I get my King K. Rule straight. Yeah, you got it. And then there's Professor K. Rule um, when he's a mad scientist in the third game. I like that one. That's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, pretty much only played Donkey Kong Country with you. I know. And that, that's one of the reasons I brought this up. It was it was a loaded question. I wanted to see if you'd admit to that because I think you need to play more of it with me. It's. I mean, the part, from what I played of it, it's fun. And I will say the uh, mechanics of the game for a platformer the thing I like about it is it it feels unique. Yeah. Like uh, it feels you almost have the sense of like Donkey Kong and the power, like the power that he has, like because he's he's you know he's a bigger ape that he that like you can feel like the momentum that he has, and and that's what that one like almost like you know Sonic. Sonic builds up speed. You yes. have that sense of Sonic being fast. There's there's a sense of 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 uniqueness to Donkey Kong Country. Uh, that you feel from from the first one all the way to like uh, when we've played uh, Tropical Freeze or whatever. Yeah, they did a good job trying to re reconnect uh, with that in in the two new games. It's not quite the same, um, but it, the the spirit of of it definitely lives yeah. on in Tropical Freeze and. And Returns. I think that also could be a double edged sword as to one one reason why people play that and they don't it doesn't feel right to them because mm-hmm. they're so used to what Mario feels like. And a lot of other platforms that mimic Mario. There's so many do. Every, everything yeah, does, basically. Mimics it a lot. So then when you go play Donkey Kong, it feels, I don't want to say wrong, but it feels different. And to a lot of people, they instantly think it's wrong. It's bad. Yeah. And it's not. And you just got to put some time into it and get used to it. And then we had one more question from the Discord from no, Davi Day. No, we don't have any questions from Davi Day. But if Day. you want to know what that question was, go to gamesillamedia.com. Go to the bottom of the page, click that Discord link so that you could submit some questions next week, or you shoot that email over to info at gamezillamedia.com. Get your question in now so that we get your question next week. And I will say we won't we, we don't do every question that gets submitted. There's a filtering process because we didn't have esports this week. There was a little bit of extra time where we decide we, we really want to get to some of these fan questions because it's something we haven't done in a while. It's been a, a slow process kind of bringing this back. So, again, info at gamezillamedia.com. Uh, that's where you can send your questions. And if anybody out there goes by the handle Dirty Dylan, if you're listening, I never <laughs> had the pleasure of answering one of your questions. No. If you're out there, please submit a question. If a Dirty Dylan question comes into this email, I'm deleting it. Okay, Sorry, so Dylan, if Dirty you're still Dylan, listen. it's josh at gamesillamedia.com, <laughs> and I will read your question on the air. And they can only be answered in the post show. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're, not, we're not going down that again. Um, so we have other podcasts. Grim, what other podcasts are available at gamesillamedia.com? Uh, we have Gamezilla Alpha. How you doing? We have Legend of Retro. How you doing? We have the Last Action Podcast. We have Noobs and Dragons and our brand new show, Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. Yeah. This week's Last Action Podcast is pretty good. It's probably the best one they've ever had. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I agree. Oh, well, it's the best one so far. There, there could I be some better ones coming up soon. I think it's because the new host of the show, I heard it's like the primary host now, uh, <laughs> is, is just stellar. I mean, they're, they're top notch. It's hard to beat LPJ, but when but when you know this person came along, they really blew it out of the water. So uh, don't don't miss this episode of uh, was it Boondock Saints? Yeah, they're doing Boondock Saints. Can I get, can I give a spoiler alert? Go ahead. It's test. Yeah, test is on the Boondock Saints me. episode. That's me. It's my favorite movie. Yeah, but yeah, we have podcasts now 
uh, hitting iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, wherever it is you listen to the show, Spotify. There are podcasts dropping Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sundays. Jeez, I think we're, we're missing. We got Mon- oh, only and Saturday. Mondays. Only Monday, Saturday. Two- yeah, only Saturday. Saturday's the only day we do not have a podcast. Wow. And everybody needs a that day goes to back rest. To B- mm-hmm. That goes back to BMC's question. What do you miss? I do. I really miss all the free time we used to have. Coming soon, Saturday morning slams with Deadite and Tess. Ooh, yeah. the, the weekly wrestling podcast? Not not happening. It's like 13 minutes long. And we just <laughs> we just complain about a topic every week. Well, that's all, that's all wrestling podcasts are. Yeah. Fans complaining. So, But you can listen to those podcasts all week long on all the great places that we already rambled off. But wherever it is that you hang out, please hit that subscribe button. Hit that heart. To leave five stars, give us a review. All that helps us so much. Um, if you're not sure where you want to listen to it and you and you want to just kind of see an overall view of everything that we have, GameZillaMedia.com will show you all the links to where, where you can listen to the shows. You can listen to the shows right on the website if you want, but you can also read our blogs. You can uh, check out some of the YouTube content, get to know the stream team, all that stuff that's going on at GameZilla Media. Anything else? Morelli Video Game Tournament. Yes. End of September. Uh, you can learn more on our social media channels, but the Morelli Video Gaming Tournament goes to support ALS of Michigan. If you live in Southeast Michigan want to come participate in a gaming tournament, hang out with some super cool gamers, and uh, help a really good cause, we got you. Morelli Video Gaming Tournament. And if you're not local and you do want to donate, there is a way to still donate. Just once again, check out our social medias and... Uh and participate that way. We appreciate anything we can support this wonderful cause and the Morelli video game tournament in general. Yep. This podcast has been brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash gameslamedia today to see everything that we have to offer, including our $15 tier. Which is? Do we have it? What's the title for that one? I'm not even. I'm. I'm not. Exclusivity. Exclusivity. You get exclusive access to special content not released anywhere else That's from right. Gamezilla. So if if Monday, if every day except Saturday is not enough for you, we have more uncensored, raw, just material that is top notch on Patreon. People loving it. Uh, you know, one of my favorites that I get to be part of is behind the DM screen. Yeah. So uh, you know, we just recorded one. <laughs> We just recorded a new behind the DM screen, and um, it was one of my favorite shows I've done because we really got into some of the topics that I could break down my character. I kind of got to make fun of uh, of some people that I don't normally get to, and it was just a good time. So you're gonna be able to enjoy that very soon if you join that level. So, now, but there's I'm all not, sorts. I'm of not gonna parts. lie. Uh, I just my 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 feelings and my hopes just got sky high when you're like one of my favorite i was like oh he's about to talk about how much he's enjoying dungeon of doom tests and eyes monthly wrestling wwe recap leading up to a baby i was like oh grim i'm really touched that's one of your favorite things and you went back to talk about your own stuff so okay i know there's okay. plenty of people that really enjoy that i just i have dozens and I, dozens? Haven't, I haven't listened to oh, it. oh. <laughs> oh, oh, my heart. He didn't even listen, Tess. Oh. I, I'm going to take oh. Tess' side on this. There's too much content. Just too much content. Yeah, but somehow I find a way to listen to it. I know. This, I, so. I, have to, I have to cut something, and I decided that I, it's, it's too much Deadite. I even listened to this episode of Dungeon & Doom, and I recorded it. Ouch. <laughs> 
my feelings. Maybe I'll listen to it tomorrow. Look at that. You can you can freeze the the freeze the stream. You can see that exact moment. My heart breaks. There's a snuck in a Simpsons reference. Second one of the show. Dang, I missed the first one. Candy dish, $90. Just candy, $90. Okay, I got it. All right, once again, that is patreon.com slash Media. Thank you for all the continued support. And remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game on. Ouch, my heart. It's breaking. <laughs>